This is the Hilarious Society. Laugh about it, laugh about it, laugh about it. Most uncontrollable podcast in the world. And with me today, we got the boy Jay. What's going on, my boy? What's up, my guy? Thank you for joining the podcast. So, Jay, we've been friends for probably, what, I'd say like a couple months now, but we originally became homies because you have your own podcast. Yes. That's right. Second Son Media. Because when I first started doing these podcasts in Chico, I was like noticing, I'm like, dude, I don't think anyone else is doing this. And then I remember seeing you at Riley's, best bar in America, and I figured out that uh, I figured out that you had your own podcast too. And because our friend, mutual friend Emily May, she yeah, she was on that, and I was like, dude, what? There's another podcast in Chico. That's right. Yeah, I that's because that. she put on you put on your story because you have the the YouTube yeah, for it. Yeah. And then I was like, shit, dude, what? Like, what's this guy doing? Like, I want to pick his brain about this. So, thanks for coming on, brother. I really appreciate it. But yeah, dude, I guess we can just get right into it, bro. So, Jay Mitchell, last name, right? Yeah. Jay Mitchell, the boy. Um, so your podcast is called what? Second Son Media, right? Yeah. And where did you kind of come up with that like idea to to start your own podcast? Well, I was just looking at other people starting their own podcast. Yeah. And I was like, why? Like, what is this? And yes. Like, how can I like tap into this? So uh-huh. I started making a podcast, kind of like. How you doing it? Just like interviewing friends, interviewing like like well, some of my friends. Most of my friends are like business owners. They have their own businesses. And oh, okay. Like, you know, I can maybe do that and maybe like kind of like add value to people. Yeah, hundred percent, dude. Yeah, that's pretty sick. I mean, because the one, the one, the what you guys did, which I like that we don't do, which I need to start doing, is you guys use the what was the place? It's a kitchen or something. The five three zero kitchen. Yeah, five three zero kitchen. Yeah. So the kitchen is like a podcasting music. Recording studio, yeah, and they're off of Salem Street, so three three. Okay, Street. all right. A little quick shout out to the five three zero Kitchen Boys, yeah, because that's pretty dope. It's pretty cheap, right? And it's like they have all these different pods. You can tell you quick. Yeah, they have every like yeah, they have like a lot of stuff. They have like different clothing brands in there, and they mm-hmm. have like they'll they'll edit you know your videos, your, your videos, your podcasts. If you're able to record with them, support for a pretty good price. Yeah, dude. Well, that's sick, dude. I need to look into that. Oh, yeah. What was kind of like? What would you say like? I guess the objective was for your podcast. Like what, like obviously you want to just try it out, which is the best way to start anything is just to give it a go. But what was kind of been like your objective? Like, have you been like trying to find, like learn information, like pick brains, um, get your name out there, get in the network. Like what was kind of your driving force for like the podcast? Uh, part of it was free knowledge. Just like trying to get, like trying to pick people's brains. just about like business or mm-hmm. just like personal development. Um, and then it kind of like tangent to, uh, kind of like trending stuff. I kind of mm-hmm. know my boys, so we started calling it like customer reviews. So yeah, yeah, customer reviews on Riley's and yeah, and that's tight. Get to get the little inside scoop. Yeah, that's tight, dude. Just, you know, just messed around, and then after that, I kind of put it on pause. Yeah, I feel that. I had like stuff to do with like lockers and stuff. Yeah, dude, and that's actually a great way to transition. Also, I totally forgot about this. This is big. This is my. This is our 50th episode, by the way. So, really? Five, oh, yeah. So, this is episode 50. So, where's the bottle? We've come along. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Shit, dude, I'm a little hungover, but we might have to go get some more. Me and Jay were kicking it yesterday at Riley's. Um, but, good way to transition is uh, talking about that, bro. Yeah. So, tell me a little bit about the startup company you work for called Drop Locker, right? Yes. It's, uh, it's actually called Harbor. It's called Harbor? It's, it's, it's called Harbor, but Harbor. Drop Locker, Harbor, yes. Okay, it's gotcha. Like Harbor Island. Gotcha. So, Drop Locker is the app we kind of built. Or Harbor, and it's where you can like drop a store and like share anything mm-hmm. with people locally. Yeah. So um, it's kind of like a public storage locker. It's mm-hmm. kind of new because not a lot of people know about public storage locker. The closest thing people know about a public storage locker is the Amazon locker. Right. And that's 
like besides that, that's all people know about like yeah. public storage lockers. Hundred percent. And um, so people are kind of like new to it, but we're kind of trying to change the game by like adding other apps onto Harbor, right? Like Drop Locker or like a DoorDash app or like any other app that wants to integrate their services on top of our platform. Yeah, I think I think that's sick too because what you guys are doing, you guys have how many spots now? How many lockers do you guys have? Uh, we have. Oh, we have eight locations in Chico. So let me say, say this. Yeah. So at first, Chico was our pilot market for uh, Drop Locker. We didn't know what it was going to be. Is it going to be a storage? Is it going to be for peer-to-peer? Are people going to use it to share things? Yeah. And then um, after, you know, we got the data back from our service because we were doing like free snacks. We were giving away free snacks to the locker. Mm-hmm. And then we got the data back. And now we see that people, oh, people just want to use it for storage. And yeah. And we started getting like spots in there next to Parkside. We have a one next to the Tacos Marion, people just yeah. storing stuff, not like sharing it. So yeah, um, we have eight locations in Chico, and then we have about twenty more locations <laughs> in Sac, and I think we're expanding to San Jose, the Bay Area. So yeah. we're just trying to like. Dude, there you go, dude. That's sick. And like, so you've only been out of you graduated Chico State alum. You graduated, you said last last spring, right? Uh, May's last spring. Yeah, yeah, last spring. Yeah, so you've only been out seven months. So like. How did you even come across this idea? Because, dude, it's honestly like you've been telling us. It's like pretty successful. Uh, also, too, for people listening, me and Jay have uh, shout out Ava Shepard, Nickel, our professor. Oh, she's definitely. The shout out, she, She's the homie, dude. Not so she's uh, really good. She's our, uh, I guess, entrepreneurship as business uh, professor. Um, and Jay actually came into class and talked about that, which was cool because I already knew him before that. But then he told him about this harbor drop locker situation. I was like, dude, I didn't know you were doing that, too. So how did you come across it, bro? Because, I mean, you've only been out for like seven months, but... You're saying you guys are making a ton of money doing it, and like it's super convenient for people. So, not a lot, or, a lot of money yeah. doing it yet because mm-hmm. you know we're you just starting. It's a slow build, but hundred percent. We plan on rolling out like ten thousand locations by twenty twenty five. Let's so go. Once that happens yeah. and people start, you know, using it or apps start to integrate with our um, network, then uh-huh. that's when like money will start to start to flow. But funny story. Um, I didn't start Drop Locker. Mm-hmm. I was, I'm on the founding team, though, of the uh-huh. people who did start it. Right. And the only way I got in was because um, Ava, Ava, like, I worked at Chico Start. You know Chico Start? Yeah, Chico, Chico Start. Start. It's a local, for those who don't know, it's what, like your local entrepreneurship startup kind of deal? Yeah, it's kind of a startup incubator. Yes, exactly. So Chico Startup, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I was doing One Man Cups, which is like a, a platform where you can just, like, put your business out there mm-hmm. and like create a presentation you know one man cups that she ever yes yep yep so i used to be the host for there and then, oh, okay um this guy his name is van tucker uh-huh. he's like part of the founding team and he just presented his business idea and then i, I guess that day he seen me like come correct i was just like i don't know very passionate yeah for sure entrepreneurship is every anything i mean entrepreneurship and everything and uh he sent me an email and it was just like you know if you ever want to need a, a marketing opportunity after you graduate, just hit me up, and I was just like, okay. So, so was, yeah. If it wasn't for you know me being at the right place at the right, right time, time. Eva, mm-hmm. then I would have never gotten an opportunity. Yeah, and it's it's a really good opportunity. One hundred percent. It's like putting yourself. I think a large part of too being successful is like just like they say, showing up and like doing the little things that most people aren't willing to. Like you taking that extra because it's not a class, right? It's like a, it's a club basically, right? What, what the Chico start. Or oh, Chico start. No, I I actually worked for there uh, for Eva. Okay, oh, you were working for it. Yeah. I was okay, got there. you. Yeah, because I just feel like a lot of people that end up being successful, like they say, what's the thing? The harder I work, the luckier I get. Mm-hmm. But it's like surround yourself with the people that are, that are 
in the right, already on the right path, yeah. that you can pick their brains from. Because one thing that I really like about like Eva is that unlike most professors, don't get me wrong, I mean, I think all the professors at GSA have been great, but one thing I really respect about her and all my entrepreneurship major professors is that they're active entrepreneurs. Yeah. So like they're what they're teaching me, they're fucking doing. They're yeah. making money doing this. That's where most of my professors are just teaching me something that they went to school for and learned, but they're not applying it to like my science teachers or my, you know what I mean? Exactly. So I want a professor that's teach me something that you have been successful at, not something that you've studied. So that's why I think also like uh, John Ron or was John Mayer, I mean, and then David Ron, those are my two other uh, entrepreneurship professors. They're both super successful. So they teach because they love to teach students, but they don't need the money. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But I think that's a big deciding factor with a lot of professors and teachers I've met in my life is the ones that are really successful, they don't need, um, they don't need the money. They're doing it just because they like helping kids out or the young. So I respect that, but uh, that's cool, man. Yeah. So basically how does, how does that come into play? Like, What's the like fine or the logistics? You don't have to go too in depth, but like, so where do you even get the company to build those lockers? Because they're fucking huge, right? Yeah, they're huge. So we're part of this even bigger company called yeah. Luxor One. Luxor One? And Luxor One manufactures those lockers. Okay, gotcha. That's a manufacturer. They, they manufacture lockers. They mm-hmm. have an even bigger network of lockers, a private network, which mm-hmm. is like, they're in, there's apartment buildings. They're, they work with universities. We have like a Luxor One uh-huh. locker at Chico State University. Okay. And they're just everywhere. So, like, they help manufacture a lot. Yeah. Dude, that's cool. And then the idea behind that, too, is so, you it's like, what, a dollar a day or something? Yeah, it's a dollar a day um, at Parkside. Uh-huh. So, like, if you want to, I think it's, I'm not sure. I think it's a dollar a day or a dollar per transaction. I mm-hmm. think we changed it. Mm-hmm. So, it just might be a dollar per transaction. But, um, yeah. It's a dollar a day for the blockers in downtown. And it's, uh, it's free at this ABC market right here. Oh, wow. It's free. No we're way. Doing, yeah, we did this, we're doing this partnership. It's kind of like an experiment, like, mm-hmm. kind of like a beta test yeah. with um, this homeless union. It's called Chico Homeless Union. Yeah. And they're not official yet, yeah. but we're trying to um, have people donate through the locker. They want our items. Mm-hmm. So we, we made it free just because, you know. That's cool, dude. Yeah. I think another thing that I want to touch on that you guys are doing a good job of, and that it seems like you're already understanding is sometimes like, sacrificing short-term like financial wealth can benefit you in the long run with networking and financial wealth because Absolutely. what you guys are doing now is networking. Yeah, you might not be making you know a couple hundred, a couple thousand dollars with this one by the ABC Liquor that's a free um, drop locker, but connecting with the Chico Homeless uh, organization that you talked about and maybe the liquor store market, like there's all these other networks. It's almost like, hey, if I, you know, I'm helping you out, it'll come back to you. So it's like a exactly. lot of karma, a lot of reciprocation. So that's cool that you guys are doing that because for one, I think being local, a lot of people here in Chico really appreciate and enjoy that um, and take pride in that. So like partnering up with other local companies or um, charities or, fun, or uh, foundations will really get your name out there. Because one thing I think is like when you think of a, a product, right, like Hilarious Society, Second Sun Media, you know, Harbor, Drop Locker, whatever, or the bigger ones, Nike, Barstool, you know, Adidas, whatever, Callaway, you're not, at least for me, when I buy something, I'm not necessarily buying the look, I'm buying the idea. I like Nike because Tiger Woods, LeBron James, right, Drake, you know, the just do it, don't quit mentality. It's like you, you want you want what it stands behind. And so for you guys, what I think is going to be beneficial for you is like if people work it out like, oh, yeah, they're not just a drop locker company. Like they're actually also partnering with other local businesses and they're doing it, some of them for free. That's going to just build your credibility even more. So exactly. that will benefit you guys a lot, dude. No, exactly. That's, that's kind of our like our main objective is just like. We want to empower entrepreneurs. Like I think I remember I said in the class, like 
we want to harbor, we want to empower entrepreneurs to build apps like Dropblocker on our network. We won't, we don't want to be like, we don't want to like have, you know, money invested inside of all these apps that come into our network. We don't want a piece of nothing. We just, mm -hmm. we just want to host the platform so that people can be able to like expose their services. Exactly. Online. So we find like value in partnership. We think partnerships are like the key to everything because we provide value on both sides. Mm -hmm. Whether it's a small local business, whether it's a big company like an Uber Eats or Uber or yeah. Dash, it's just like partnerships are like the way to grow and the way to go. Hundred yeah. percent. How big is out your team that you're on right now? Because I know you said there's founders. Right? It's like the I'd say it's, it's like 12, 10, 12. Okay, nice, dude. Yeah, we kept do you guys developers contract? Yeah, contract developers and stuff. Do you guys have like an office or is it all remote? It's remote right yeah. now. I, I will, kind of. Mm -hmm. I have like the first office is kind of in Stobol. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people use that. Stobol is a great another local business. The coffee shop. You can have oh, meetings yeah. down there. Yeah, yeah. I, I've actually had a meeting for Solar down there as well. Really? Is that where you guys run it? The downstairs or I, mean, I know there's up uh, top too. Up uh, the first floor. First floor. So I'm usually on the first floor. That's kind of like our home base. Uh -huh. A mini home base, uh, for Harbor. But yeah, Stobol is a great place. Yeah. So like. Get stuff done. Shout out Stobel, by the way. Yeah, they're that, they're a great coffee. They're right there in downtown Chico. But the other cool thing about them is that yeah, they offer conference rooms, and I think they have a couple different ones because you said you're on the first floor. Yeah, I've had ones where you go below. I don't know if that's like floor zero then, but um, you go downstairs, and then floor there's zero. yeah, whatever they call it, yeah, ground zero. Yeah. But uh, yeah, dude, so that's sick, bro. Well, I think it's really cool to see, dude, because you're how old are you again, Jay? Me, I'm yeah. 25. 25. Okay, got gotcha. you, young dude. Wait, happy birthday, bro. Um, uh, what do you call it? But you uh, are already on that right path, dude, of like putting yourself in a position to be successful because, I mean, not going, it's going to go good, it's going to continue to go good, but whatever happens in this business, good, bad, or ugly, you're already getting that experience from real life, yes. you know what I mean? Yes. Situations. And I think a lot of people take that for granted. Like, you know, when they're in school, like, how's this going to benefit me? And you're like, dude, you don't know, like, how much, if you actually study this shit, will help you. Now, on my podcast, I'm always talking about I'm not anti school at all. I think it's important. But I do always say, like, my comm degree is so basic, bro. It's, like, it's well, not applicable. You're anti-school. Anti I'm not anti-school. Like, I'm, like, what I'm going to say is I, people think that maybe the way I say things, like, oh, Nick's not pro, like, degrees or pro universities. Yeah. And that's not what I'm saying at all. I think that it is good when you go to school. But I think a lot of the stuff they teach you in school is not helpful. But one thing that I do find extremely helpful is the entrepreneurship, um, what do you call it, the whole branch or whatever you want to call it. That degree is super helpful. The one where I find it troubles me or like I'm just like, dude, this isn't really going to set me up for success is communications just because it's all about theories and like what ifs. Like what I enjoy about entrepreneurship is it's like an Avis class where we're talking about, you know, um, it's uh, business and financing. So accounting and financing or whatever. So it's like how to run a business, how to, you know, what kind of business, what kind of entity do you want to set up? Like, a, you know, LLC, limited liability, sole proprietorship, how to, you know, how to create a business plan, how to do a fucking business present. Like, this shit, I'm like, okay, I actually enjoy that cl this class because I see how this is applicable to real life. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is in that aspect and a lot of other aspects in school, I think it is beneficial. But a lot of this stuff, like you're really in high school, bro, they don't teach you how to do taxes. They don't teach you how to invest. They teach you how to be an employee. They don't teach you how to start do startups. That's all stuff you got to figure out on your own. And so what I do get frustrated with is I'm like, I think a lot of the system is like kind of cracked because it's like, why are we teaching the, the youth or the, you know, the future generations how to invest, you know, how to get passive income, how do you get out of the nine to five? 
Well, another thing I want to say is I always say this. My mom and dad both worked at 9 to 5. I have nothing against anyone that does it. I have a lot of respect. Mm-hmm. Just for me, I think that everyone should have the opportunity and the ability to have the knowledge that if they don't want to work the 9 to 5, here's A, B, and C, stocks, whatever, cryptos, rental properties, whatever, real estate. They can also get you money outside instead of just working you know, time for money. So in that aspect, yeah, I think that uh, I think that what I'm trying to get at is not to ramble, but I think that this this degree and like what you're applying is super beneficial because people don't understand how much you can actually help them if they fucking pay attention, especially in classes like business or entrepreneurship. Yeah. Um, no, no, for sure. Yeah. Like, um, well, for me, I don't know about anybody else, but I I knew when I transferred from community college, I was like, I'm only here just to connect with people. Like, yeah. The the work, the 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 knowledge and education you can easily get that from like YouTube. Thank you, bro. That's like, what I'm trying you know, to say, dude. Or like the only body that I feel like school has is just like just the network of people, just like meeting people. Yeah. Like you can't meet people on YouTube in person. Like, right. You can do that at school. Mm-hmm. So like, I think that's yeah. good. I think too. There's a lot of cool stuff with like, uh, like uh, I don't know if you read it all um, or read like. Oh read, yeah. Yeah. So like you know obviously like rich dad poor dad. Think real rich. The two books I always recommend everyone. Huh? Right now I'm reading, uh, it's called the 24% rule. It's like out about how to buy like tax liens and whatnot. I'll actually show you it after this. Um, that just finished, it's called the untethered soul. It's another good one. Michael what is that, about? that one's all about basically like, <clears throat> so the two kinds of books. Are, focused or yes. It's like present moment, like be here in the now. And like when you have like anxiety, so there's this really, there's this really famous, um, study. You don't know if you know Joe Dispenza. I don't know if you've heard of him. That's, so, he, that's very so do you know Ed Milet? No. Okay. Okay. So he's like a he's kind of like the doctor that connects the spirituality to the science. Like you know, people think when people that's think until, that's until they sold. No, no, no. That's a good point. It's it's called um, his book. It's called Breaking the Habit of You. Um, he's done a couple of books, but basically the cool thing about him is that he combines the whole like spirituality and the people that are all like guru'd out with the science behind why it actually helps you. Like you know, when someone says I feel good, I feel good, even if they're sick and they get better quicker, or you know, someone that's never sick. Or, you know, someone that breaks their leg and they say it's going to take three years, they'll never be able to walk again, and they're walking six weeks later. It's basically, he, he breaks down the science behind exactly what tactics and, like, mechanisms go off in your head that can create and literally alter your perception of reality to literally give you the best possible experience in life without using drugs or anything. So, one of the things he talks about, though, which I thought was, like, really interesting, is he talks about when you're having anxiety, you're either having anxiety because of if you have anxiety or like worry you're you're worrying about a future event that could or could not happen fear as well so even if it's happened in the past like maybe rejection of a girl or a physical altercation when you're having that anxiety or fear it's because your brain is propelling an idea or an image that could happen again or could happen but it's not happening right now when you're having guilt resentment um depression you're thinking about the past, about, oh, I did this wrong. I should have done that better. I can't fix it, right? You can't fix the past and you, you technically can't get to the future ever. The only moment that truly exists in any human's life is the now. Well, I think I've, I've seen them, yeah. So I've it's fucking sick, dude. So it basically talks about like when shit just gets super overwhelming, which, bro, we're all humans. Like we all have our shit. We go through mental health. super important. But when you live completely in the now, it doesn't exist. Like that, all that worry and angst isn't there because you're, if you're fully engaged, like this conversation I'm not thinking about homework or school or finances, right? I'm like talking to you. Like my buddy's here. We're, we're picking apart brains. We're picking apart ideas. And you become fully engaged. And that's when you get into what's called flow state. And flow states when like maybe when you're at the office and you're fucking cranking out. Okay, what's our next you know drop blocker going to be? You know, or whatever you're doing. You're at the gym. You're working out. You know what I'm saying? 
and you're not realizing, holy fuck, three hours just went by, right? It's because you're dialed. Yeah, I and love so, being that, that way. Exactly. And so this book, I'll let you, actually, I'll give it to you, but after this, I'll let you borrow it. Um, it's all about how to get your brain in the flow state where like you're literally not on uh, autopilot, but like you're so immersed in the present moment with whatever you're doing that you like, you're like, holy fuck, six hours just went by. You know, because the thing that I would say, especially with like TikTok and social media, I think it's great if you use it for the right reasons, right? For educational purposes or to network. Networking is huge. But don't get me wrong. We all like to have a fun on there. But like how many times can you just see a chick shaking her butt on the thing or fucking a sports video or pets or money or food? And next thing you know, like you're just getting instant stimulus, instant dopamine rushes. It's not real, dude. And so it's not, you know, the human brain is not designed to get it, you know, go on YouTube, watch a video, play video games, all this stuff kind of suppresses and um what do you call it normalizes um desensitizes like the amount of dopamine you get yeah. from good things like making a conversation meeting a new girl exactly. hanging out with your friends outside the road exactly dude and so i think social media is good if you use it the right way and obviously dude i'm not a monk i always say that like <laughs> fucking have your fun bro i'm not saying don't go on there and fucking dm chicks or like pictures like obviously have fun and i'm saying be aware at least that the more time you spend on it the more it can desensitize like your your aspects towards life. So that's definitely something that I've thought about, dude. But, um, yeah, bro. What, uh, so what are some things about being like a Chico state alum now and like already having your own level of success and probably more than most people right out of college. What are like, let's start with what's a life lesson that it doesn't have to be actually from school, dude, but what's just something in life that you've learned? Um, wow. Like since you graduated with, it could be from anything, dude, whether just person you're becoming or the business you started or the podcast, like, what are a couple of things that you could like share with someone that you think resonates or helped you get Ooh, through? Ooh, like what type of person? What like, is he talking about? Like, oh, I mean, like what's like some advice or something that you've learned in your own life? Maybe it's like how to get over a child and tribulations, or how do you push forward or whatnot? Like, what have you learned in your own life up to this point that you think if you told someone else they could take some sort of like? It's just a deep question, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hear. Like something. It doesn't have to be super deep. Like. Yeah. Uh, um, since I've graduated, yeah, I feel like let's just go business because that's yeah, what that's that's where we're at right now. Yeah, go uh, I'd say like worst case scenario, mm-hmm. like because I'm still trying to figure out like what I like what I want to become and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, I'd say the thing that I had to figure out was just like if I didn't have nothing going for myself, I always told myself like just to get in the right rooms. Mm-hmm. Meaning, like, get around the right people, people yeah. and they'll just, like, kind of, like, force you to, like, be a part of whatever you want to become. Because if I want to become something and I surround myself with those people who I want to become, <clears throat> it's going to force my hand to, like, actually become it. Yeah. Just being around them for so long. 100%. And I feel like that's just, that 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 alone is just, like, how I got here today. And yeah. Like, yeah. I think too, it's a really good quote you're talking about or like kind of what you're hinting at is uh, have you heard that saying like, show me your friends and I'll show you your future yeah. or the five, you are the five people you hang around. Exactly. It's like, dude, if you're hanging around winners, people that are doing shit with their life that are like trying to grow and not like yeah. you're going to be, you're just inevitably going to be more successful, right? Yeah. There's this really cool little um, like story or whatever and it's like, I don't know who was saying it, but basically it's like, okay, let's say you run, you're running another track, right? And let's say you run with people that you know are slower than you. Like, yeah, you win every time, but you're not really pushing yourself. Exactly. But if you run with, let's say, you know, seven other people that are faster than you, let's say they're world athletes. Sure, you're going to lose every time, but your times are going to get better because they're pushing you to go that extra minute, that extra mile, that extra, you know, amount of Where did you find that quote from? Dude, I, mean, I listen to so many fucking podcasts and videos, I couldn't even tell you exactly. But it's basically, 
it's just super interesting because it's true. Dude. Like if you surround yourself with people that are more successful than you, you should never be the most successful person in your group. I've learned that too. It's like really? the people I work with in, in solar, right? Like, and they're great people. They're making like, I won't name drop, but like, no, they're making a rough. They're making I'm like, like they're yesterday. like, dude, they're fucking making, they're making like, bread, like the, dude, it's like quarter of a million, half a million dollars, right? Yes. After taxes. I mean, dude, so a couple of my buddies, they're like my friends too, but they're my, my boss and I guess like our team lead. Bro. They each own their own house. One's younger than me. One's two months older than me. They both drive fucking brand new Teslas. They're, they're not, and they're humble. Like you would never know. They, they fucking, I mean, one of them is more than the other one, but like one still shops at Walmart and I, I asked him like, dude, why do you do that? He's like, dude, I don't give a fuck about the clothes I wear. I'm trying to buy fucking properties. And it's like, it makes you just, your brain starts changing about shit. And like, even me, dude, the money I'm making now, don't get me wrong, it's fucking great. I'm making a lot more than I've ever made in my life. But I'm, if you would have told me what I made this year compared to last year, I would have freaked out. Last year self would have been like, no way. But this year I'm like, okay, this is cool, but how much more am I leaving on the table? Because it's the way that I'm changing my mindset, yeah. bro. Yeah. When I was at the restaurant, and I mean, I love, I went to Paris, it was a great job. Like, I still have a lot of homies that work there. It's, it's honestly cool. There's nothing wrong with it. And I'd make two, three hundred bucks a night. I'd be like, dude, I'm fucking wrapped. And then when I go, I go blow it on the bars. Now I'll get a solar check, get a couple thousand dollars, put some away, and you know, invest a little bit, and then That's save good. the majority of it because I'm around people that are are making way more than me and saving way more than I am. So I'm like, it's just all about who you surround yourself with. Exactly. You know what I'm saying, dude? That's good because yeah. you're doing better than most. I get. I mean, the thing, the thing is too is like I learned this too. Never compare yourself to anyone. If you compare yourself to someone that's worse than you, you're blowing smoke up your ass. If you compare yourself to someone that's better than you, you're just destroying your own confidence. So at the end of the day, the only person I think you should compare yourself to is yourself. Like don't worry about what Jim, Bob, and Lisa are doing. Like worry about what Nick's doing. And then how can I be better today than I was yesterday? How can I be better this year than I was last year? Because how do you co- a quick question for you. Yeah, go ahead. Like, how, no, do you go ahead. Even, how do you even compare yourself if, like say if I want to become an idol, say if I want to become like Michael Jordan. Like, yeah. Of course, you're going to compare yourself to in his stats, to, or like you're going to compare yourself to him. 100%. Like, how can you do that and still, like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I, how do you do that and still, like, stay true to you? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you, like I said, I'm still learning to compare yourself, right? Yeah, exactly. Because the way I look at it is like, okay, let's just take Solar, for example, right? So, I like, I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good. I'm not, I'm on one of the better, I'm on one of the best teams. I have a great team around me. I have a lot of winners in the team. And I definitely sound in the upper part of the team. But there's people that are better than me, right? There's people that are a lot better than me. Yeah, at the end of the day, I'm a competitive guy. Of course I want to beat them. Of course I want to get more sales than them. But when you start doing things to get external a sense of joy or fulfillment, like if I beat Steve, Tom, and Lisa this week, then I'm the man, that's that's short-term. It's motivation. Yeah. Motivation will burn out. Discipline will never go away, yeah, right? You're disciplined. You, I don't care if you want to do it or you don't do it. You do it, you'll be successful. And so when you do something for yourself, you're disciplined to beat Nick Federico's sales last month, you know, beat them this month, then you're doing it for an internal drive and that will never go away yeah, because yeah. you're doing it for yourself. So I think the comparison thing is, yeah, when you're focused on the right reasons, if you're doing it for your family, so your family never has to work again, so that your friends can have a better life, so that you can have more fulfillment, so that you're setting up your future son and daughter one day for a better life, education, house, that shit will give you all the right reasons. When you're trying to do it to beat A, B, and C, and D, and to be better than Lisa and Jones and make more money than your parents, like... That's whatever works for you, do it, but it's probably going to burn out. You're going to eventually be like, I, I surpassed all these people. Now what? You know, you're going to need a new mountain to climb. Makes sense. Yeah. 100% dude. But, um, all right, dude. So what would you say is like, cause I think one thing that a lot of people in our generation struggle with, including me is structure. So what is like some advice you would give on like, like what's kind of a routine for you? Like a success routine for you 
um, that helps like, are, do you think structure is important basically when it comes to life and like job, which we'll, we'll keep it business related when it comes to business, how important is structure? And like, what do you try to do on a daily basis to make sure you're struck with the structure? I, I feel like structure is definitely important. Yeah. I'm always saying like, if you don't have any business, son, your business will handle you. It's yes. Sure. That's good, that. dude. Yeah. I just, at first I was like, uh, whatever. Yeah. But then like, now of course I'm starting to like understand what that actually means. But yeah, I feel like structure for me is just waking up early. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I usually wake up at like five in the morning, yeah. sometimes four thirty yeah. in the morning, and I, you know, I get whatever I have to get done that day, gym, mm-hmm. and you know, little stuff here and there. Yeah. <clears throat> but then I did get probably like an hour or two just to work on the business mm-hmm. instead of in it. Yeah. So I can get like kind of like working up early for me like helps me have direction in the day. So. I'd work on the business first, and then after that, um, right, right around nine is that when I actually work in it. So yeah, I'm starting to like do stuff for it. So, right, yeah. and I think that's huge too, because like getting up before the sun is always like you know it's like that little cliche, but yeah, I think a lot of successful people you don't have to, but I mean, dude, you get up at five, right? But by the time everyone else is awake, you've already hit the gym, started your business, got a workout, in, and you already have that momentum. Yeah. I think momentum's big, dude. Yeah. Get in the day. Like, I always try to do something every day that's uncomfortable because discomfort, the more comfortable you are in being uncomfortable, the easier life can be, right? Because yeah. you're like hardening your mind. Yeah. So I do every fucking morning damn near like I did today, even though I was fucking hungover. I take a freezing cold shower every morning, no matter yeah. wintertime, really? summertime. Yeah. It's, so there's this book. That's, that's intense. There's this book I'll give you. It's called, his name's Wim Hof. He's known as the Iceman. Fucking guy ran Mount Everest in his shorts. Just shorts. You nope. ran Mount Everest? With he a, climbed or how do you run? He uh, ran, ran and climbed. I'll, I'll show you. It's, he's a world-renowned fucking... In his shorts? Swim trunks, bro. This guy is no, nuts. No fucking shoes, no shirt, nothing. Ran it. Um, and then he does all these other experiments where basically he tests the cold and there's a lot of like benefits to your cardiovascular system, to like mental health, to like uh, lowering heart rates and whatnot. But he says the very beginning, like if you want to get serious about this, is just take a cold shower every morning. And what it does is it like it wakes you up. Like for me, I'm already fucking on one all the time. Like I'm literally never in Coke. I don't drink coffee. I don't drink energy drinks. So I'm already wired, but I'm human. I get tired too. So like my instant like, you know, kind of spike in the day is when I wake up, I take a freezing cold shower every morning. I make my bed. There's a book called Make Your Bed, which is a really good book by Navy SEAL. I make my bed every morning and then I write my affirmations. Like I make over a million dollars a year. I'm a household name. I bought a house with my mom, dad, and sister. I write it down. Um, and then what else? And then... Uh, and I have my clothes laid out the night before and like I just feel like before I open that fucking door I'm already got a jump start on the day exactly so I think that's cool that you're doing that because getting up at 5 even though it probably sucks at first your body will acclimate to it like anything it acclimates and it just becomes a part of your routine it's discipline yeah so. yeah. it's like it's like a, on the days that I feel like I'm late I feel like I'm pushing like a big like snowball up the hill yeah yeah but if I like you know start the day off like you start yeah. the day off it's like I just like kicking it's just down it's like a big snowball just going downhill 100%. it's much easier than going uphill 100% now I just like knock off tasks and it's just yeah. you know taking speed that's sick dude yeah exactly Um, and then I was gonna say too we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier but what would you say like what's some advice you could give to like a young entrepreneur trying to do their start their own business like what's something What's some one piece of advice you could give to someone trying to start their own business? Um, I'd say just start. 
That's all I'm saying. Yeah, just like you got to start somewhere, huh? I'd say just start and um, try to have like purpose behind it. Try mm-hmm. to figure out what your purpose is and like what type to like. What do you expect to get out of it? Like, yeah. and make sure making sure that's stronger than than anything. Because I feel like like anybody can start a business, but if you don't like lack a reason to, then I feel like it folds. Like, um, if it's not stronger than oh, thank you. That's all good. I, I gotta figure it out later, but this is still recording, so we're all good. Okay. Um, if it's not stronger than um, then like your bad days when you feel down, then you I feel like it's gonna it's gonna break down. Is mm-hmm. that, you get what I mean by that? Yeah, hundred percent. Like if your purpose is not your why is not big enough. If it's not your why is not big enough to pick you up on the down days, mm-hmm. like because everybody's gonna have down bad days. Hundred percent. Want to do it if it's not bigger than those those little days, not the ones where you feel good. Those yeah. days. And it's just not worth starting. So I just say just start, but start with a purpose and let that purpose um, be bigger than your doubt is. 100%. I think that's huge, dude, because, yeah, like I saw this thing from Elon Musk and he was like, look, like no one should be working this many hours. And then, I think mean, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, Be- Jeff Bezos, even he said like it's not healthy. He's like, but I think it was Jeff Bezos or Steve Jobs. I think Jeff Bezos said like, look, if you're not – like basically if your why isn't big enough, like you're going to fizzle out because – it's it's honestly to be successful, especially starting a business, it takes a level of insanity. Like, bro, you're literally fucking starting your own business. Like, there is such a high. I think it was like Tony Robbins or someone said like, in ten years time, ninety six percent of all businesses fail, and then that's not even counting for the full, like maybe two or three percent break even. Like, it's very hard to be successful in ten world. years. Yeah, ninety six percent of businesses. Yeah, fail. or I could be wrong. It's, I think it's within the first year. Sorry, like, I think it's within the oh, first. I think year. it's on the first. Year. Yeah, not ten. I'm tripping. Um, and like I said. Did, don't fact check me out on this, but I do listen to a lot of podcasts and videos, so it always gets jumbled up in my head. But yeah, still recording though. This no, okay. but I mean we can't. But it's gonna have to. It's this okay. is no, no, this no. is still recording. Okay, okay, yeah, this was all good. Yeah. So anyway, um, basically anyway, yeah. I just thought about that, but he says like, yeah, if you don't have a pur- if your purpose isn't big enough, yeah, it's like because any normal person would be like, dude, why the fuck am I doing this? Just this shit sucks. I'm out. But if you can find your motive and your why, like you talked about, and you can, I think what's good that you hit on is saying. What do you want to get out of this, right? You want to start a business? Do you want to help people? Do you want to make money? Yeah. Like, what's your exit strategy? And from all that, you can learn. You can, it'll give you that motivation or that more of that determination to get through whenever you're having those tough times, you know? Because, bro, it's all about the downtime. It's not even about, yeah. like, just like I would, like, take cold showers, like, yeah. or just doing anything, like, whether you want to lose weight, whether you want to gain weight or anything. I mm-hmm. just feel like, it's not about the the beginning motivation. It's not about the days that you feel good. It's always it's always them down days mm-hmm. where it's like what's like what's the purpose behind it? And I feel like if you tap into that, like on your down days, then you just you know you always go up another level. Level up, yeah, hundred percent. Because it's like yeah, I mean if you if you can obviously he talks about if you can be strong in your good days. It's easy. Everyone, you know, of course it's easy to be grateful and thankful and happy when shit's going good because yeah. why wouldn't you be? Yeah. But it's when life smacks you in the mouth and, you know, fucking hits you with the uppercut where you're like, shit, dude, like, how do I, how do I get through this? But it's only through failure that you get success. Like, that's the thing that I think a lot of people forget about. Like, they try something for a week or a month, like, oh, I quit. Like, go to the gym or go to school. And like, ah, I don't want to do this. This sucks. It's like, dude, you don't understand that that sucking is what's going to get you to a level of success that when that suck comes back around, you know how to overcome the adversity and then propel past it. Yeah, it's like sales, it's reps. Exactly. But then they do, I think it's a numbers game, bro. It's like if you do the same shit yeah. every fucking day, which is hard, bro, because this is hard. If you do it every day, you are literally, it is inevitable, it is guaranteed you'll be successful. If I if I sat here and played piano every day, 
every fucking day. Didn't take a day out, even for just an hour. You know how much better I'll be? Honest Schwarzenegger talks about this. He's like, you should find something you can do for one hour a day and do it every day of the year. He's like, he talked about history in the in the thing. Honest Schwarzenegger. Yeah, he's like, if you can, he's like, if you can, he's like, imagine if I read history, one hour of history every day, read read history books or whatever, watch videos. After one year, dude, that's 365 fucking hours of knowledge that he's now obtained from just one hour a day. And so I feel like when you break it down like that, things don't seem so insurmountable. They actually become, you know, it's like inevitable that you're going to, over, you know, you'll get better at something. Yeah. But I think that, yeah, dude, it's just like a numbers game, bro. It's like if you do, like just a, Bruce Lee says, I'm not scared of the man that knows a thousand punches. Yeah, I'm scared yeah, of the man that knows one punch but practiced it a thousand times. That's tough. Because you're like, think about that, dude. If this is all you do, like no plan B type shit. It's like you will, it's like sink or swim, you'll find a way to get better. So I know, you know, by the way, everyone listening, you don't have to do that kind of mentality. I'm just saying, at the very least, what me and Jay are trying to talk about is if you spend time every day doing something that you care about and you're passionate about, you'll be rewarded for it. You know, yeah. you'll be rewarded for it. Yeah, but anyway, dude, this has been a fucking great episode. Dude, thank you so yeah, much for coming on, my guy, dude. Drop some wisdom on us, huh, dude? Oh, Hell yeah, dude. Well, oh. I was, bro, I love the Hilarious Society. Yes, like, dude. You, the hats, the merch, you know, you know, you know we're almost sold out now, dude. Yeah, thank you for, for repping that too yesterday at the bar. Um, and then just want to give a couple quick shout outs um, for Jay's uh, company. So it's called Harbor, right? H-A-R-B-O-R. Harbor Lockers. Harbor Lockers. Check them out. Drop Locker app on Instagram. Perfect. And then also Second Sun Media right now. Uh, I know you talked about you're taking a little break on that to work on the business, but it's still on YouTube, right? Uh... Yes. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, maybe. I'm pretty sure, dude, because I, I follow it. YouTube, yeah. So check them out, and then check them out on Instagram too. It's Second Sun Media, and then, um, yeah, dude, thank you for thank you for coming on again. I appreciate you. Man. We're gonna do this. We're gonna have we have a lot of episodes coming. We have like freaking we have a lot coming. So just everyone listening right now, get ready because we're gonna drop like seven in the next seven days. So really, yes, laugh about it, and we'll catch you next week. <laughs>